0: Hello, and welcome back to the Gelatin Podcast. It has been a while since our last episode, and some big life changes since then. So, I am now a dad, and that is equal parts scary, amazing, exciting, and absolutely exhausting. And so, the idea of today's podcast is to talk about longevity. Okay, so I'm going to give you four tips to improve your health and longevity. Because I think now that I am a dad, like it's never not the goal longevity and health, but when you're in your 20s and early 30s, and if you're single, And if you're not a parent, then you can have some more sort of aesthetic goals, um, maybe performance goals if you compete in events and stuff. But when someone else's life, this precious little child who is going to grow up and not be so small, but when their quality of life is dependent on you being in it, that can really sort of change your mindset around things. And a lot of people that sort of start the gym start paying attention to the food, come at it from a fat loss point of view and that's not necessarily a bad thing but when you can take the focus off of fat loss sometimes that can actually lead to fat loss itself because we're not focusing on it, we're not getting bogged down by the fat loss progress and so when we sort of remove our focus from there and focus on something else, e.g., health and longevity, sometimes that can have a really good fat loss result for us and so today we're going to focus on longevity and health and I have four things to improve that for you so number one we're going to start with diet so eat a mostly nutritious and nutrient-dense diet okay so with that we're talking all the vegetables all the fruits lean protein sources fiber because that's very important and often overlooked by a lot of people try and stick to a certain calorie goal so that might just be maintenance for you Or you might bring yourself into a very small calorie deficit. Focus on eating slowly and mindfully. And to ensure the long-term sustainability of this, you want to ensure that you are including foods that you absolutely love. So that might be a little bit of chocolate. It might be a little bit of cake. It might be a few biscuits every now and then. And I did mention calories. And it's not necessarily that you have to track them. You could simply follow a simple food portion guide. And that's absolutely okay. As long as it's ticking all of those boxes that I mentioned, then you're all good. Tip number two to improve your longevity and long-term health is to strength train two to four times a week and the reason for this is for multiple reasons basically but uh, one of the often overlooked benefits is the long-term self-sufficiency so the problem with old age is we experience muscle loss okay so something called sarcopenia and if we don't use our muscles we lose them okay and this can happen from around about 30 onwards and it increases in speed as we get older and that is the reason why you see little old grannies and little old granddads at the bus stop sort of hunched over sort of struggling to get up and out of a seat off the toilet is because their body hasn't got the strength and conditioning to just deal with life at that point so they are reliant on walking aids they're reliant on helpers and carers And that's not any way to live in my book. So if you are someone that wants to live old age on their terms, then make sure you are strength training. And I know I sort of fast forwarded there if you're in your thirties listening, sort of 50 years, um, but I think it's often overlooked, okay? Um, It's gonna sort of improve your long-term quality of life, um, not just in your eighties, but all of the years before that as well. You're gonna be able to play with your children, your nieces and nephews, when that comes about you're going to be able to play with grandchildren far easier and that is going to improve every aspect of your life. Okay, It's going to improve your connectedness, um, it's going to minimize your risk of loneliness. So again it might feel like that's far off but make sure you're strength training two to four times a week now to reap those rewards further down the line. And the thing is the the brilliant thing is with strength training you don't have to wait till then to reap the rewards. They are almost instantaneous, like you are just going to be able to deal with life better if you are strength training. So make sure you get it in. Tip number three. So with our strength training, we are working our muscles, we are contracting our muscles. Another one is mobility. Okay. so we want to be able to control our muscles through large range of movements, both under load and not under load. So make sure we are including some form of mobility in our week now to again not only reap the rewards right now but also further down the line we are not going to have sort of tight chest muscles that bring our shoulders forward and hunch us over at the bus stop if we are doing mobility now so try and include that I recommend try and do something every day if you can even if it's just sort of like two to five minutes because the key with this really is frequency okay rather than duration so try and do that if you can't do that Please try and ensure that you're doing sort of two to four times a week. Again, maybe slightly longer sessions, 10 plus minutes. But that is, again, going to really ensure that you can live life on your terms as you begin to age. And when we get really super tight muscles, that's when injuries can start to happen. Okay. so again, to be able to play with your children, grandchildren, whoever it is, make sure we are not only working the muscles, but stretching the muscles and moving them through Nice big range of movements. Tip number four is to walk or just move daily. Okay, walking is completely free, it's easily accessible, and everyone can and should be doing it every day. Okay, you don't need to necessarily hit 10,000 steps. The health benefits of walking can be easily achieved by seven and a half thousand steps. And the thing is, if you're not currently walking, any sort of walking is going to be more beneficial to you. Okay, So even if that's just 2,000 steps per day, adding it in is going to benefit your health and longevity massively. You can do any other forms of movement as well. So we mentioned mobility. You can go to the gym and get on a cross trainer, a rower, um, a treadmill and do a run. It doesn't matter. But just some form of daily movement is going to massively improve. Now, as we've been going through this, I've thought of a couple more points. And so I want to add them as a couple of bonus points for you and the first one is a big one so we want quality sleep okay so tip number 5 quality sleep okay because the better your sleep the better your life essentially it's the the best thing you can do for free um that's going to improve your health well-being your mental health your ability to do stuff so if you're able to get quality sleep in your ability to eat a nutritious diet get your daily movement in do your mobility strength train two to four times a week is going to be far easier if you have that quality sleep okay so make sure you're doing it okay we want to aim for between sort of seven and nine hours per night if you are unable to do that then sleep quality is going to be of a higher importance okay so making sure we have a good wind down routine making sure we are thinking about sleep throughout the day okay so a good night's sleep starts in the morning so we want a Sort of exposure to blue light and hopefully sunlight as early as possible okay trying to keep our wake up times the same every day because if we let's say get up at 6 a.m on a monday to friday and then we get up at 9 a.m on a weekend it's basically like moving to a different time zone okay and our body doesn't like that sort of randomness we want to try and keep it as the same as possible um if you do need a little bit more sleep on the weekend only aim for sort of like 30 to 60 minutes um additional time in bed okay so that's tip number one there tip number two for a a good night's sleep is to make sure we're not having caffeine too late okay tip number three is to make sure we're not eating or drinking too close to bedtime because if if we're digesting food if we need to get up and we during the night then our sleep is going to be broken okay Minimising our exposure to blue light, close to sleep as well, trying shut, trying to shut off screens and um, try and put away our phone. If not, um, we can turn it down to sort of night mode. Try and do that sort of 90 minutes before bed um, if possible. And then a hot bath or shower and a nice cold room, or cool room, sorry, is going to make sure we've got a really good environment for a good night's sleep making sure there's no light sources in the room so the red dot on your television, making sure we have some nice blackout blinds is all going to improve the quality of your sleep. If you're getting seven to nine hours of that you're going to be absolutely buzzing and then if you are only getting six hours of that it's going to be far better for you than six hours of shit sleep. Okay so make sure we are focusing on sleep quality as much as possible and another thing that can help with sleep Is um, sort of inadvertently is my sort of sixth tip I think we're on now is to practice gratitude and some form of mindfulness as well okay because when we're able to be mindful when we're able to be grateful for what we have in our life then we're probably going to reduce our stress anxiety um, any sort of symptoms of negative mental health so if we're able to practice that it's probably going to inadvertently improve our sleep but it's going to make our quality of life better okay it's going to make our sort of base levels of contentedness better and I think we tend to chase happiness and sort of massive hits of dopamine throughout the day throughout the months uh, of our life and if we can just reduce what we need to hit that sort of fix of dopamine and we can be grateful for small things such as having a nice bed to sleep in being able to get out and walk and get some sunlight early doors then you're going to lead a more grateful and content life and that is just going to spill over into other aspects of your life you're going to have less stress which again is going to improve your long-term health and longevity because in our current world a lot of our ill health is due to poor mental health it's due to high levels of stress it's due to poor nutrition it's due to a lack of movement being more sedentary all of those things are actively contributing to poor health and a lack of longevity okay people are dying earlier because of all of these things so if we can do the opposite of that and follow the six tips that i've given you today then your longevity your long-term health your ability to be at your children's wedding Is going to improve massively so again it might feel like all of these things are ages away for you but if a life of self-sufficiency being around for your children your nieces nephews your grandchildren your great-grandchildren is appealing to you then start implementing these tips today and that is it for today's podcast and hopefully you've learned a lot from that Um, hopefully you've picked up some tips that you can start implementing to improve your life And if you have any recommendations for future podcasts, please let me know. If you haven't already, please leave a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you're listening there, and I will speak to you on the next podcast episode. See you soon.